Taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the unbougie food When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit down down with the unbougie food Good morning, good morning, friends. This is Wesley Wright, your Ambuji foodie. It is a wonderful Saturday. It's no snow on the ground. Okay, <laughs> you know some folks are actually looking forward to snow and so forth. And um, okay, I'm not really one of those. It could snow, but um, I guess maybe it's the cold that I don't like. I don't know. Anyway, that's not what I'm here to talk about. As you know, this is the Ambuji foodie. And we are here to talk about food and cuisine, anything that you might be interested in in regards to food or what's happening within our community in reference to food resources that we could find or that we could offer you. So I want to thank you very much for sitting down this morning uh, and just being with me for a little bit. Just know that you are able to uh, call into the radio station and enjoy an opportunity of comments or conversation uh, by simply dialing 651-200-3479. I want to put that up front just so that you have that readily available to you at your disposal because I think I have a question that I want to pose to you as listeners. Um, So I'll tell you what that is right now so you can think about it. You know, what's your favorite holiday dish to make? I mean, one that is like your go-to the one that you know, okay, this is never going to fail. Uh, I can do this in my sleep. You know, I want to hear about it. <laughs> so if you're willing to share that, please feel free to give us a call here at the radio station. Give me a call, I should say. And I think of myself as a group. <laughs> um, but the telephone number, once again, is 651-200-3479. Uh, again, 651-200-3479. I want to invite you to follow me on Facebook, which is the Unbuji Foodie. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram, which is the underscore Unbuji Foodie, and then Twitter is at Unbuji Foodie. I also would like to invite you to visit my website, which is www.theunbujifoodie.com, where you'll be able to see. Well, actually here, uh, past episodes that have been recorded for your convenience. So if it's just say by chance you've missed out on an episode, you have that opportunity to actually um, you know, to listen. <laughs> you know, there are and you could actually listen to it really on a number of different podcasts. I, wherever you are listening to podcasts, you should be able to find the Unbougie Foodie. Trust me, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, there are episodes out there readily available to, um, for you to listen to and to get caught up on. But also, there are a few articles that I've written for a community newspaper um, in the past. 
uh, you know, something that I look forward to doing uh, in the future once again. But for right now, uh, I'm concentrating on providing you information on food, new foods and old, <laughs> old in the sense of ones that we've talked about that they've gotten a refresh or you need to revisit or something of the nature. Uh, so definitely sit down, have that cup of coffee, hot chocolate. Um, it is kind of like a, a, a gloomy overcast day. I do see some blue sky out there. So I, believe me, I'm not being negative. I'm happy that it's not snowing right now at the moment. But I want to talk to you about a few. It, it was a small little event that I went to and I mentioned it on my Facebook page and I showed you the photos. I made a post and showed photos and so forth, but I really wanted to give you an idea of what this event was about. Um, it, it really was just, it was a walking tour. You know, when you're a person that likes, you know, enjoys food, um, you want to have an opportunity to find out what's nearby in your neighborhood. So like I mentioned, a friend invited me on a walking tour uh, and it was the St. Paul Lordtown wa- um, food walking tour. And the, uh, if you would, organizers, um, Mark Larson and uh, Chef Ma- uh, Matt uh, Deutsch, uh, actually you know, put this together. And you could find that uh, information on Eventbrite. So just look for Restaurant Walking Tour St. Paul. Uh, and you, they meet up every month. So it is a great opportunity for you to find out about uh, restaurants in the lower town areas in St. Paul. And they are, you know, going further out or trying to find other areas in which to cover. So let's just say, you know, right now it's, uh, you know, it's St. Paul, lower town St. Paul. Next month, it may be someplace else uh, in the sense of, you know, uptown or northeast. So, uh, again, for right now. I believe that they are have been focusing on uh, Lower Town uh, because there are some wonderful restaurants. And you know that I've spoken about them before as well. And they asked the question, uh, has anyone been to these restaurants? And yeah, I wasn't trying to be. <laughs> Remember, this show is called the Unbougie Foodie, but I wasn't trying to be bougie because they asked the question, has anyone been to any of these restaurants? And I had to think I was like. I've been to all of them. And I I just, in the passing of time, I mean, I'm in St. Paul so often, but still, you have a different experience. You know, my experience when I went either by myself or maybe with some other friends may not have been the same experience, and I know it wasn't, um, when I went with a, a group of, what, 15 people. It was so different. I mean, definitely the experience of being with folks uh, and hearing their viewpoints on how the food tastes, uh, what their expectations were, um, was really very helpful um, because, you know, I talk on a level or from a level of, I just want to tell people about new restaurants or places that are uh, coming up in the, in, in the Twin Cities. Um, but folks, you know, that have families or they have, well, families that are even coming into town for the holidays, they want to find out where's a, a good restaurant that I've never even perhaps thought of going to. Uh, I even heard during that time period, 
oh, I don't even really come over to St. Paul. I mean, I didn't really think that there was any type of restaurants like this over in St. Paul. That is what I am here for. (laughs) Or going on, you find out about a lower town restaurant walking tour. And I, it was fun. It was a lot of fun and surprisingly inexpensive, very inexpensive. Um, I was thankful that, you know, I was invited, you know, by a friend, but still even the price of, let's just say a couple that wanted to do this tour. Yeah. Very affordable, very affordable for you. Uh, you're probably wondering, okay, well, how you know, how do I find out about this? Or again, as I mentioned, go to eventbrite.com, www.eventbrite.com and just search for restaurant food walking tour in St. Paul. And it should come up and you'll find it specifically under, well, I believe they refer to it as M and M food walking tour, which stands for Matt and Mark. So shout out to you all. Um, our event or our, I guess, session, um, or walking tour began at Union Depot and a little bit of a change. I mean, that's definitely the venue that it starts off at. I mean, you're at Union Depot, so that's um, 240 East Kellogg Boulevard. And I mean, you should know where Union Depot is, um, but it's a landmark train station in St. Paul. And they start off by kind of giving us a history of, you know, the the landmark itself sorry about that wow (laughs) um it's 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 sneezing season right now (laughs) sorry i didn't want to sneeze on you or in the microphone or anything but uh they start off by telling you a bit about the landmark itself and the history and, uh, you know, the architecture. Um, and it's so, they're so very knowledgeable. I mentioned this last week too, when my nephew was here uh, and we j- just talked about generally about very lightly about it. I want to go in depth this week about the different places that we had gone to and tell you again, if you're not familiar, the different addresses and so forth. But again, they started off with Union Depot, um, historical information, Letting you know about you know the architecture, art that's in there, um, different offices, or even you know the type of events that are held there at times. Um, one of them, someone mentioned, it was the uh, Bloody Mary uh, festival or tour, and that's held there. Mm, I think it's more like in August, if I recall correctly. I always seem to miss it always because yeah, I never really talk about alcoholic or adult beverages on the show that often. Um, that's not to say that I don't partake modestly in them. Um, it's just, I really want to focus on food and I know that, um, you know, at times parent, maybe families or heads of household want to think of, a place where they could take their whole entire family if they have children and so forth. Uh, and I don't really want to bring alcohol so much into it because for me, it really is having families being together or friends being together. It doesn't always have to include adult beverages or alcoholic beverages. Um, but the time spent 
um, going out to a restaurant. So that's why, again, I focus on, you know, um, talking about food places. They will serve alcoholic beverages, but I don't really dwell on them. So that's, of course, the reason why I, I bring it all back to say that, you know, like the Bloody Mary tour. It is alcoholic beverage. Um, it's there at Union Depot, among other things. I mean, they are going to be having a holiday sale, um, cookies, if you would. And I'll find out specifically about that. I think it's supposed to be coming up in the next uh, two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. But it is specifically, you know, at Union Depot, a number of pastries and bakeries or baked goods can be purchased and I love the fact that they have like tins that you could either purchase and then go to different vendors and fill that tin or fill those tins. But uh, going back to the walking tour, um, after you know starting there uh, at Union Depot, then they took us to uh, Black Dog, uh, Black Dog uh, Cafe, um, uh, again Lower Town. Uh, Black Dog is located at 308 East Prince Street, and that's St. Paul, Minnesota, 55101. If you've not been on my Facebook page, um, I gave you a little bit of an idea of what is actually on, is there, (laughs) or available uh, at Black Dog. Uh, You know, pictures don't always do things justice but i hope to provide that to you so that you it's mouthwatering and you could look at it and say yeah i need to go down to black dog uh, because i want that <laughs> you know so one of the w- main things i mean they served us up with and I'll, I'll i'll try to remember some of these dishes there was definitely um for me the star of the first place that we started off was was some Brussels sprouts. They were roasted and then drizzled, I believe, with uh, I believe it was. Oh, I, I want to say. I, I No, I don't want to assume. <laughs> Let's just say that it was roasted and then tossed in a in a. In a in a sauce that was very sweet and and savory and it matched very well with the with the brussels sprouts um and you're thinking in the morning you're having brussels sprouts yes in the morning it was so good there are times where i will make a hash out of brussels sprouts um you know with some eggs and um potatoes and just a, a number of other vegetables you know, bell peppers, tomatoes, onions, um, uh, and it's so good. It is so good, you know, especially after it's been sautéed. And okay, a little, a little hint on this: uh, on what I do with my um, Brussels sprouts, um, I do kind of sauté them in like I save my bacon uh, renderings, and so I use maybe like a, I don't know, depending upon how much, how many. Uh, Brussels sprouts or how much Brussels sprouts, um, shaved Brussels sprouts I'll use because that's how I do my hash. Um, I will use probably like two teaspoons of, uh, you know, bacon renderings and then saute my Brussels sprouts uh, and then start to add uh, my other ingredients uh, afterwards. 
yeah so i'm just the bristle sprouts were the star for me the next item which you'll see it on the plate it was more of a chickpea and i think it was chia seed if i'm not mistaken mistaken not chia seed it was chickpea and it was a chickpea uh, type of they refer to it as a dip uh, and they served chips along with it, which was really, I'm not going to say I like or don't like chickpea. Um, this was blended very well. I mean, it's an acquired taste. Um, and, you know, Black Dog is helping along with being on a plant, if you're on a plant-based uh, lifestyle or uh, choices that you're making in regards to your uh, what you're consuming um, they are very very accommodating on that I mean look at the items that we are actually I'm actually talking about right now you know there's the chick chickpeas dip uh, there's the Brussels sprouts and then there was also um, avocado toast as many of you know um uh, Dumb Bougie Foodie is not, does that, you know, yeah, avocado does not sit well with me. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. Vulnerability at its best, right? No. Uh, but I ate this, I mean, and it was delicious. And mind you, my stomach was okay. It was on, uh, I believe, a wheat um, toast. Um, or was it seven grain? It was either a wheat or seven grain. And then, of course, the avocado. And then arugula with a light uh, like vinaigrette that was uh, on the salad portion of it. And it was perfect. You know, and I, I thought to myself, hmm. Aside from sushi, uh, where I, I will seriously chomp down on uh, avocado only because I'm not going to ask the chef to take it off. Would I be willing to do the same with avocado toast? Maybe add some bacon to it and then just be able to chomp right through it. <laughs> but that's just me. You know, there are so many other friends that really enjoy avocado toast and will swear by it literally they're like i have to have my avocado toast especially if i'm going to brunch or we're going out or yeah i have to have before i have anything nice avocado toast is really pleasing to my soul right now well you know teach their own <laughs> i say teach their own so that's where we started off at black dog then we moved on to Octo Fish Bar. Now, Octo Fish Bar is not really open at the time, uh, which I should uh, back, still back up a little bit because you're wondering when did this actually happen? Well, this session of the walking tour was November 10th. Um, it was from 11 to about 2, yeah, about 2 o'clock, 2.30 is when we kind of ended. And uh, again, it really is just to give, uh, you know, foodies an opportunity to know about the Twin City. Well, in this case, <laughs> Lower Town, St. Paul's Lower Town neighborhood and what these restaurants, where these restaurants are. Um, 
yeah, I, I, there's no other way to really describe it. I mean, they were just going to these different places that offer traditional fare or sometimes even unique eats. Um, but the atmosphere was really great. Um, they talked about the culture, the history. Again, I know we've mentioned about Union Depot, but basically every building that we've gone to, they knew some type of history. Uh, or even walking along the street, they you know, averted our attention to uh, you know a particular building or um, some windows on a building to talk about the importance of it or the uniqueness of it. Um, it's a small group, so it's really great. I mean, you could ask questions. They could, you know, it's really focused on it's it, that small and smaller group um, is really appreciated, you know, on a level of, I think if you had double that size just to say, oh, yeah, we're going to make this really like a gung ho thing and whatnot, I think you'd probably get kind of lost, you know. You wouldn't probably be able to get your questions answered. Yeah. So from there, we went to Oxcart. You know, after Black Dog, we went to Oxcart. Oxcart, as I mentioned, is was not open um, because it is just the type of um, uh, business that it is. It really is. Um, it, it's. Not Oxcart. What am I saying? Um, not Oxcart. Hold on. Uh, Octo Fish Bar. <laughs> I, I'm. I saw Ox Oxcart. That's an, another time where we could talk about that later. But Octo Fish Bar. <laughs> Octo Fish Bar. Uh, it's a seafood restaurant. Uh, again, it's not open at that particular time. It's more afternoonish. Um, later in the evening but they gave us history behind it uh, and helped us understand it uh, you know better you know if you're really interested in seafood uh, and one of the reasons again why we went there is because it's in the market house collaborative and I'll explain that in just a moment as well but um, Octo Fish Bar along with other vendors uh, merchants uh, they collaborate uh, and they are all in this larger space that uh, you know they each have their specific areas of you know their business you know uh, portioned off uh, in the entire building itself uh, but uh, again that is the reason why they refer to it as market house collaborative all of these different merchants collaborating together and you've heard me definitely talking about this in the past where you know you have um like anderson meets uh you know uh, uh meat market and i'm embarrassed by that because clearly i'm saying anderson i believe it's peterson's <laughs> but other merchants all work together basically um to provide a really great um opportunity to have a great meal uh, and I just want to make sure that we got, yeah. Oh, Chef Tim McGee. If you're familiar with Chef Tim McGee, he has a number of different, um, or has had 
a number of different restaurants that were available that he had was the head chef of oh wow okay something else that's actually going on i want to tell you all about so i'll tell you about that in a minute wow love it how is it i'm going i'm steering i'm totally it's like uh a squirrel moment for me <laughs> you know a dog if you're ever walking your dog and a dog sees a squirrel yeah it's just kind of like that because i'm noticing some some things that have i've been on facebook and noticed you know definitely like some certain restaurants and so forth and i'm like okay yeah i like that uh for whatever reason <laughs> i it's unliked <laughs> i'm like why is that uh, anyway, I just wanted to make sure that uh, there are some other restaurants that uh, I have talked about and you know, just want to share with you about. But Octo Fish Bar, again, they offer, so it's dinner, brunch, um, it's seafood. If you've never really had great seafood, there are a number of places here in the Twin Cities Um uh, Ocean Air being one of them. It's a little pricey. I'm not even going to lie. I, I Maybe do I say that, you know, because sometimes you're on you. We're on a budget sometimes and we can't really spend that type of money, you know, especially all in one sitting. So, yeah, sometimes you're going to kind of things change. You have to your focus in regards to what's is going to be available or how you could actually uh, help with uh, <laughs> paying for your meal. You want to make sure that you can and not make sure leaving a tip and so forth. But I'll just say Ocean Air is for the very, very, very special times in your life. <laughs> um market market house um yeah so i'm I'm trying to get to market house collaborative so i could tell you uh, again about market house because it's it's important um market house really is a food hall i mean it's a it's a small food hall um but again it's where all of these different uh, merchants are coming together to work together I mean if you have let's just say a a particular meat that you you wanted to have purchased or that you purchased at uh, and see that's it Uh, market house meats I, I was gonna I was calling it Anderson meats I'm not sure why I was calling it Anderson but it's market house meats you could go over to Market House Meats and then go over to uh, one of the other uh, merchants. You know, it could be Birch's Lower Town and ask them to cook this meat. Uh, Almanac Fish, uh, you know, you could do the same thing. But, you know, Octo Fish Bar itself is a seafood place where you could have uh, a seafood boil. Uh, you could sit down for, you know, it, I'll say ceviche or, or anything along that lines. 
again because it was not open we really didn't experience any type of food from there um so we just moved on to the next place which was salty tart um salty tart they are also located in the market house collaborative building um so if you're interested in knowing where it is it is 261 fifth street east so i'll tell you that if you know where the st paul farmer's market is it literally is across the street from st paul's farmer's market so it it you can't miss it you really can't and i know early on even before it was there uh i'm quite sure that if you've been to the St. Paul Farmer's Market, you've probably seen a building with a set of stairs that seem kind of steep. That's exactly where it is. So just that's just to let you know, of course, where it is. But uh, you know, that was our next stop was there. Um, and I'm, I tell you, Wesley, <laughs> the salty tart. Yeah, let's let's back up a minute on that because that's not where the salty tart is. I whatever is happening at the moment. The address for the Market House Collaborative reverse 289 5th Street East. That's where Market House Collaborative is. The address that I just gave you before was for St. Dinette. I'm jumping ahead of myself, so I apologize. But 289 Fifth Street East is where the Market House Collaborative is, and it is where you would find the Salty Tart. Um, the Salty Tart, you'll notice on my Facebook page, was offered us uh, wonderful tarts. Um, there was also a, I believe it was a, a, a savory uh, croissant that I had I had not had before. I, when I think of a croissant, I... I think if anything steering me differently on the croissant is uh, I've had a ham and cheese croissant, which I know that's probably not equating to the same thing when you go to like someplace like Salty Tart or any type of bakery. But this instance, I had a croissant that had, uh, what is it, Vidalia, Vidalia, uh, onions and i believe it may have been goat cheese when i tell you even though it was a small piece and you can also see it on the facebook page as well and i'm looking at it i mean wonderful flavor the whole the pastry itself of course is it has that butteriness and sweetness that you know, any croissant is very well known for, but then the savory part where there are sauteed um, Vidalia onions, uh, and then the creaminess of the the goat cheese mixed in when you bite down into that whole entire uh, I, small piece of deliciousness, <laughs> uh, you'll understand what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah. So again, inside the Market House Collaborative, uh, which is located at two eight nine Fifth Street East, St. Paul, Minnesota five five one zero one, you will find the Salty Tart. Next uh, is da, 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 da. next was the St. Dinette. Okay, so now I can back up and tell you again the address, uh, which is two six one East. Uh, um, street 
uh, excuse me, East uh, 261 Fifth Street East. Wow. <laughs> uh, this is where St. Dinette is. Uh, if you have not been to St. Dinette, it is a great place uh, for brunch. Um, and, you know, this was this is actually surprising to me because I don't know if they've ever really had reservations, but they're saying that we now take reservations. First come, first serve basis at St. At Dinette. But the menus, y'all, the food that's on the menu. Mm. Yeah, they got cold plates. Cold plates meaning they have smaller. Um, I'll just, as an example, oysters on a half shell. And th- that's that's for dinner. I really do want to talk about brunch, but they, I'm just saying for dinner, cold plates. They have regular plates where, you know, it's bread and butter. Um, uh, you know, Brussels sprouts, Brussels sprouts with apple bacon and brie. What? Cauliflower. Uh, poutine. Uh, brown gravy and cheese curds. Yeah. Y'all, mm. So, I mean, again, you'll see that information um you could see the picture, I should say, on my Facebook page. Um, but let me see. The brunch The brunch menu has poutine that I, I just talked about. Uh, and you could see that there. What do we have? What else do we have? We had, what is it? Not a carbonara. It was a pasta dish. And I'm going to find it because before we even finish goodness i'm it was a pasta dish i want to say it wasn't a carbonara that's for sure yeah but maybe it was something else Uh, i they used a specific term um and my friend nicole she's probably like yelling at me right now (laughs) was like Wesley the name of it is such and such but it had a a more of a they used a a kind of like a fish oil and even though here it does actually say carbonara salt um salt cod potato and dill um it was not the same thing but it was something very very similar to that gosh I'm embarrassed because I don't have that for you anyway it was just a pasta dish, a great pasta dish. And I think, once again, you could see that on my Facebook page. I'm going to always be referring back to my Facebook page only because I like to take pictures um, of it. Um, but you could definitely see a poutine there. Um, I did have an adult beverage that morning for brunch. Um, just so it was called the Orange Julio, <laughs> which was quite delicious. Uh, yeah, so if you're familiar with Orange Julius, um, you know what the taste of it is. But of course, this was more adult, so it had something extra. <laughs> and that's just for me, you know. You, you'll have to go there and experience it yourself. <laughs> uh, yes, definitely. But once again, they are also located, I mean, they are located once again they are located uh at uh 261 
East 5th Street. That's St. Paul, Minnesota 55101. Um, definitely, I encourage you. These places that I'm telling you, I haven't, I'm giving you addresses, but if you go online, look online, you could always visit their websites. Like, for instance, um, uh, St. Dinette is just stdinette.com. Uh, if you want to find out more about them, uh, Black Dog is Black Dog S. Uh, well, Black Dog St. Paul, so sh- the shortened version of St. Paul. Um, so Black Dog S T P A U L dot com. Uh, same thing for uh, Octo Fish Bar. You know, it is Octo S T P dot com. So yeah, um, they're they're easy to find. They're all within walking distance. So if you want to do like your own little tour, it is very possible for you to do that. So okay, the next place that we went to was uh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse. They are located so all within walking distance of everything that we're talking about. Two five zero East Seventh Street, um, St. Paul. Five five one zero one. Dark Horse is, they're described as a bar and eatery. Really great food. Uh, They, what they served us were just, uh, it was delicious actually. Way too delicious. Because I was describing it to someone at work. And they were like, please stop talking about that. But it was a marmalade with um, chicharron. Uh, that's kind of like a appetizer that they serve. And then there were wings that they served us. They were a dry rub. Then there was more of a kind of a, a barbecue or maybe like a honey uh, a dressing you know, for these wings, which was really great. And I'm talking about these small things or, you know, I'm not showing you full plates because really it is just a walking tour. It really is just a walking tour, which is just to give you a sample of the different types of foods that you can find at these restaurants. And then, you know, either take your family there or make your own determination. Is this someplace that I want to bring my family back or? um, Yeah. So all the opportunities for you to just simply have small plates without giving overstuffed with things. And truthfully, not be perfectly honest, these small plates, because even though within a, uh, what, 15 people, they were giving us sufficient for us. It was eating like family style. Um, so we, you know, they would bring out three or four dishes and then everyone would take a little bit and it was sufficient and it wasn't, again, to really feed you or get you full at each one of these restaurants. It really was just to give you a sample of what each one of them were. And it did that. It They were great sizes. Um, yeah. I, I mean, this was... So Chef Mark, I mean, Chef Matt and um, uh, Mark Larson... This is a great idea, great opportunity to have people just get familiar with the different restaurants. And I'm telling you, um, I of going to a restaurant and you may not you may have gone there maybe months ago and they may have changed some items from on the menu. I do not recall ever seeing a dark horse. Uh, yes, this apple uh, and bacon 
marmalade. I'm telling you, y'all, this stuff was good. I mean, it was so good. It really, really was. I, I and you know, to put it on the chicharron, that saltiness, the sweetness, and already having some bacon along with it. I mean, it it was just I. I I could have had the whole. They provided a, a good sized bowl. I mean, it's like in, like in your hand, if you would, um, pretty much filled with it. And so everybody had opportunity to take a little bit out, and then some chicharrones that came along. I could have been watching a movie at home and just eat that whole thing. <laughs> I would not do no such thing. I'm just saying I could have, if I were in that mode. It was that good. I mean fork uh the marmalade and then a chicharron or chicharron themselves just it was so delicious but enough about black dog uh let me see black dog again is located at 250 east 7th street st paul minnesota 55101 the last place that we went to was public kitchen Okay, Public Kitchen, they gave us dessert. So we were coming to the end of our, the tour. So as I mentioned, with the tour, it's like from 11 to 2. So here we have about three hours where we're, and this is, again, we're having small bites or small pieces um, or sample sizes. Really was very helpful because we were doing a, we were doing quite a bit of walking. I mean, just put that. And when I say the walking, it's just these places that we had gone to, even though they're in the neighborhood and they are walking distance, it's just, you're walking. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes if you are at a restaurant or you're having brunch or whatnot, maybe you have an event that you have to go to that you're planning to go to. And so you want to go to brunch and then walk to the event from there. Um, We went from restaurant to restaurant and still walked around, you know, down the street or whatnot uh, amongst buildings and yeah, this was and walking up and down stairs. Yeah, make sure you bring comfortable shoes. <laughs> bring comfortable or wear comfortable shoes. Not bring wear comfortable shoes. It's very important, very very important. Um, but lastly, public kitchen. As I mentioned, here was our last stop. We had desserts. Uh, and there's really no other way to really tell you about uh, each one of these desserts other than to tell you, look at the <laughs> look at the photos. Uh, one of them, actually all of them, one of them specifically stood out. They were all looking very good. Uh, like there was a carrot cake, uh, their version of a carrot cake with uh, very... Um, Nouveau riche, uh, <laughs> or sugar piece or caramel that was on top. Um, I liked it. It wasn't my favorite. Um, I am a chocolate person, a chocolate person. Now, I'm not talking about myself. I'm just saying I'm a chocolate person. <laughs> so. The next was the flower was the flourless chocolate cake or gluten free, if you would. 
delicious. I mean, I had a small piece of it because, uh, again, we're dealing with having 15 people try to get um, a piece of something, which, again, not even a problem, not even an issue. I'm just saying it is what it is. Everyone recognized, you know, hey, other people have to have some. (laughs) So I had a small piece of it and it was just the perfect size and you could see it on my plate. It wasn't really huge, but it had this. it was, I believe, kind of like a cherry uh, reduction sauce that was drizzled on. And you could see the the cherries that were there. Um, yeah, I, I like that. That was very good. But the one that really stood out that I did not get an opportunity to take a really great picture of because other folks tore into it was this pudding that they have goodness gracious this pudding that they have was just so awesome it had like it was almost like a flan but um not as firm um and it had that caramelized um i want to say uh dressing (laughs) it's not really a dressing um but yeah it was just so smooth and so delicious that was the one where everyone was like this is our favorite. Um, yeah, that was it was very, very delicious. Now, Public Kitchen is located at 229 6th Avenue East, St. Paul, Minnesota. I, I, I'm in the habit of giving out the whole entire thing if you're not noticing. But again, 55101. Um, it's in the Park Square uh, Court building um, right across the street. If you know where like Handsome Hog is, uh, Public Kitchen is right next door. Um, Public Kitchen also has a wonderful type of like speakeasy sort of. It's called the Green Lantern, which is right underneath where you could go down and just relax a little bit and uh, and converse. And they have a different type of events down there. Oftentimes it may be uh, comedy or music, but it's a really cool place to just go down and relax. So let's just say that you went up you started at a public kitchen, had dinner, and then you want to have maybe a nightcap. You could certainly go right downstairs to Green Lantern, which is, again, in the same building under the same roof of public kitchen and enjoy that space as well. So there you have it. There is the walking tour uh, itself uh, for you know St. Paul, Lower Town, uh, the Lower Town neighborhood area. But check them out or, you know, if you get an opportunity, uh, you know, visit the Eventbrite page, as I as I mentioned uh, at the top of uh, the near the top of the hour. Um, I want to give you an opportunity again to, you know, if you'd like to call in, please feel free to do so. Uh, and the telephone number here is 651-200-3479. I really want to hear what your favorite um, holiday dish is. Um, I don't really have personally a favorite. I, I, I like to make not like a savory dish, I'll say. I like to, to I like to do sweets. I can't help it. But. You're probably thinking, okay, well, dang, how what type of sweets do you do and everything? Once I make it, I'm like, I'm kind of done with it. Um, I will have some of it, but it's not like, okay, well, I'm going to do this all for myself and that's it. And no, 
I like to do bread pudding. I really love to do bread pudding. Um, so that's not really like a dish of for the meal, for the entree or whatever that is for more, more so for dessert. Um, but it's satisfying to me. It really, really is. I, and I think every meal needs to be rounded out with dessert. Um, I've never made personally a sweet potato pie or a pumpkin pie or uh, no, or, you know, a sweet potato casserole, as, they, as some might say or whatever. No, I've never done it. I've always done bread pudding, even when let's just say I've gone home uh, for the holidays, which parents, I don't think I'm going to make it for. I know I'm not going to make it for Thanksgiving. I'm working. Um, I will do. Uh, you know, if I go home uh, and visit my parents in uh, California, I will do bread pudding. Um, and it's it's a process. It's a process that I love doing. But what's yours? That's really what I want to find out. What's your entree? What's your your dish that you feel, if you want to say, is your signature uh, when you're going to go you know, over to your family? Uh, over to friend's house right? or you're inviting people over to your house and it it's almost what's expected Wesley's going to do such and such or Karen is going to do her 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 famous I don't know uh aspect chicken or or whatnot um yeah I would love to find out uh, from you uh what that is again the number here is 651-200-3479 until we get a phone call I want to actually talk about uh our newest food hall uh here in I'll say in the what would you say the suburbs of the Twin Cities which is at Rosedale Rosedale Mall uh our newest potluck which just opened last week Friday not last week, yeah. No. Last last week Friday, wasn't it? Anyway, Rosedale Center. There are, um, they are. It's located at Rosedale Center, fifteen ninety five. Um, I I want to say Minnesota County Road thirty six, um, Suite ten thirty, <laughs> uh, in Roseville. And if you visit their website, you will see that there are two, four, six, seven different merchants that are currently uh, readily available for you to enjoy their food and the deliciousness that, that, that they bring. So I'm just going to name them off. Betty and Earl's Biscuit Kitchen. Uh, celebrity. Uh, uh, television celebrity tel- uh, host Jason Matheson uh, is, you know, certainly a partner in this, uh, or is bringing his his grandparents, uh, specifically, I think it's his grandfather's uh, recipe for biscuits uh, to Rosedale, Rosedale Center, and under the name of Betty and Earls. The next is a burger dive. Is burger dive. Uh, there is Grand Old Creamery. There is Chickpea Hummus Bar. Nordic wa- uh, Waffles. Uh, Smack Shack. Uh, the Lobster. 
lobster lobster uh and <laughs> oboshan uh noodles and chicken so uh, i just wanted to kind of like mention one or two like uh betty and earls it's described as being the twin cities very first biscuit shop so as they've indicated on their website you know they're serving a selection of classic southern style biscuits made from scratch every day uh, these biscuits are the first biscuit shop here in the Twin Cities. Uh, their hours of operation, and this is overall, actually, so I should mention that this is for potluck. Um, again, this is the food hall that is in Rosedale that is just recently opened. Their hours of operation are Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., and then Sunday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., um, clearly, uh, you can go to uh, Betty and Earl's and get these wonderful, you know, biscuits. Uh, I have not been, I have actually not been to uh, Potluck as yet, um, but I'm hearing wonder great things uh, about it. You know, folks really are liking the vendors that, or merchants, I'll say, I won't say vendors, merchants that are there. Um, another one is Burger Dive. Who doesn't want to have a great burger or just be able to offer, you know, to engage in having uh, a meal of a great burger? Uh, yeah, no one is going to say that or, or deny that. Uh, this is actually going to be considered Twin Cities, uh, Twin Cities Dive Bar. Uh, but Chef Nick O'Leary, he created this menu of bar snacks and burgers, um, you know, made from custom grind of, you know, at Burger Dive. This is going to be their second location uh, at uh, Rosedale Center. Uh, and, you know, the chef is saying that, hey, you know, Burger Dive is more than just saying really it is a Burger Dive. It's more than that. It is as I say, more than a state of mind. And you really have to go there to actually experience it. And if you've not even been on, you know, Potluck's website, I would encourage you to go there so you can find out more about the different merchants. But it's uh, potluckmn.com and you can just simply cycle through the different um, merchants that are available. The next one, uh, Chickpea. A hummus bar. Okay, everybody knows who this fabulous man is. Uh, he is a good friend, Chef Justin Sutherland. Uh, he's partnered with um, Leo um, Jade. Uh, <laughs> Gotta get that right. Uh, who's also a, a local restaurateur. And to launch this, it's really a build your own hummus bar. So you start with the hummus. Um, there's roasted pep- red pepper, roasted garlic, or plain. And then you add the different type of toppings. So um, feta, za'atar, um, you know, cucumbers, olives, um, chick- fresh chickpeas, and so many other different um, items as well. So, you know, it's really important for you to have that selection yourself of you know, for these different uh, ingredients to be in your hummus. You know, people want that customizing or that personalization of their of the 
their hummus. Um, and that's what he's bringing to the table. Fresh and filling. Again, uh, because it's within, it is within potluck, you know, their hours of operation are still going to be the same, which is, again, Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., Sunday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. So, yeah. Okay, do I really, I really don't need to tell you about uh, Grand Old Creamy. <laughs> Grand Old Creamery. That was hilarious. Grand Old Creamery. Uh, this is going to be, as far as I know, unless someone else knows something differently. Um, yeah, I think this is maybe their second. It could be, I don't know. Maybe it could be their second place. Anyway, um, when they open their doors, it's they offer really great creative uh, flavors, but it's described. They describe themselves when they open their doors. Uh, Prince is when Doves Cry was a number one song on the radio at that time, and so that was thirty five years ago. Was it thirty five years ago? Good lord! Um, and even to this day, they're still putting out creative, delicious ice cream flavors. Um, really signature, uh, as you know, they're hand rolled uh, malted waffle cones. They have, you know, a Whopper at the bottom of each one of them, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, yeah. If you want to find out more information, aside from, you know, going visiting the information that is on Potluck, you can certainly go to grandoldcreamery.com to find out so much more about them. Oh, man. Okay. So I would love to continue the conversation uh, in reference to what your dish is or what your favorite dish is um we'll run out of time so feel free to send me an email if you'd like uh that is the foodie at gmail.com uh, so that you could continue the conversation otherwise um just know that you can reach out to me uh through facebook or instagram uh and other means of social media but as always, I like to end the show and really always encourage you, you know, never to let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be, because really, even though it is all about the food, remember that it is the food, stories, and experiences that really connect us and bring us together. So until next time, peace and taste it. This is your man Terrell Warren on the 